welcome to the Make Stoicism a Habit podcast. I'm Matt Schmidt. This podcast is brought to you by the book Stoic Habits, now available on Amazon Kindle. And creating at 16, when you see someone weeping in a sorrow, the departure of a child or loss of property, take care not to be carried away by the impression that he is involved in externals that are but ready to say it is not what has happened that affects a person, but his judgment concerning him. As far as words go, however, do not shrink in sympathizing with them, and even if the opportunity arises from groaning with them, but be careful not to groan inwardly as well. And Corinthians 16 looks at the idea of expressing ourselves an stoic approach to misfortune of others. How does a stoic approach the bad things that happen to other people? Others may be grieving, upset, and angry, but does that mean we have to be as well? How do we respond to things like this? Do not have to be carried away by a situation. It is our judgment that is key. We can make assumptions, but we can be incorrect. Provide support to them and be sympathetic with them, but don't commiserate with them. Don't allow things to get to you. Don't be carried away with the emotions. Maintain an emotional level. Do yourself harm by being too involved. Take a measured approach. Working in human services, this often comes up. Work with people who have personal problems. There has to be a barrier. There has to be some kind of detachment in order to be effective so that you're not involved with the problems. If you get too involved, you enable them. You don't really help them help themselves. And it creates stress for the individual as well. Of course, this is any profession, especially working with the public, like law enforcement, people who work in uh, medical facilities and hospitals. If they get too involved, then it's going to affect them. It's going to affect their stress and it's going to lead to burnout. What is the key to it? Well, empathy is probably the best way to look at this. Empathy is your ability to identify with and understand the feelings, situations, and motives of other beings with their point of view. The role that empathy plays with society as a whole is to encourage helping as opposed to those behaviors that look at other ways. You got to look at the difference between empathy and sympathy. Empathy and sympathy are closely related in definition. However, it's important to understand the differences between them. Sympathy is the feeling of sadness, pity, sorrow, or distress for the other person. When you empathize with somebody's situation, you make a generalized attempt to see the problem, situation, and even from their perspective. Empathy serves an important role in communication, forgiveness, and trust. It also serves to help people better deal with people and help them better. On the other hand, sympathy is just the act of feeling sorrow for someone that puts life in a dangerous, difficult situation. It serves no purpose and really motivates us to take action for a greater good. The primary difference between them can best be described as an action. For example, your dog begins limping for no reason. Using empathy, you take your dog to the vet to try again and understand what the pain is. Sympathy, you feel so sorry that he's in pain, but you take no action because you're just so emotionally involved. Empathy and sympathy can be uh, separated in the differences between rubbernecking and stopping to find the stranger on the side of the highway who needs help changing a tire. Sympathy is another far easier and takes less energy than expressing empathy. Empathy is further separated from sympathy in the fact that empathy can be positive and negative. Sympathy is always negative because the emotions play a part in it. You feel pity or sorrow for the loss or despair, but you really do nothing about it. Sharing in the joy of a friend who just got engaged or the despair of a family member who just got laid off are experiences of empathy. You understand it, but you don't get too emotionally involved. There's different kinds of empathy. There's 
different ways to look at it depending on the situation and your social interaction. There's cognitive empathy, there's emotional empathy, and compassionate empathy. Cognitive empathy is the base. It's where your ability to understand a person might be feeling in a given situation begins. Emotional empathy can be referred to as social empathy. It's your ability to share the feelings with that person. There's a building emotional connections that are significant with empathetic concern or compassionate empathy. It is the act that takes us into action. In the end, this last form of empathy is a key difference between true empathy and sympathy in negative situations. In communication, cognitive empathy plays the largest role of sharing a mood or expressing your intention in a meaningful way. Why is empathy so important? It plays an important role in society because it helps each other connect on a level that goes deeper than the superficial. It what implores us to take action to see another animal or human suffering rather than just standing, taking despair and feeling pity or even guilt. It's the difference between saying something and doing something. Empathy is a tool in our life skill arsenal that we depend on for effectively communicating with others in our own culture and those we want to communicate with cross cultures. It's absolutely essential in building trust. It's a key ingredient in forgiveness. It's also a building block in developing integrity and developing moral character. It helps us to understand what is going on with other people and to take action, but it doesn't get us too involved to where we have paralysis by analysis, to where we don't do anything just because we feel so sorry for them. It helps to have up a barrier of some kind so we can look at things with a perspective, understand a course of action in order to help other people, not to commiserate with them.